The Ride to Orbis podcast's main driving force is its community. If you would like to learn how to support the show, you can visit patreon.com slash forward ride to Orbis. But I, I honestly, I don't know. If somebody really wanted to make Alice Asylum, they would have made it happen. I don't know, mate, is, is American McGee, like, are they tough to work with? I don't know what's going on there, but shit. You know what, speaking of fighting games, or not fighting games. We weren't. Speaking of games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Your brain only has, like, one track. Just fighting games all the time. Ride to Orbis. A gaming podcast, episode six. My name is Max Spicer, the man in the hat, the red hat, and I'm joined by the one, the only, Broken Wing. Maybe I'm a lion. <laughs> I love that. I told you I'll get it in the next episode. What's up, Broken? How you doing? I'm pretty good, you know, honestly, all things considered. I think that nap actually really needed, like, I really need to take that nap. That, yeah, we recorded a little late. Well, I guess, um, let's put all our cards on the table. We're recording a day later, because we normally record the podcast on Thursdays every week. Today is Friday night. And, uh, yeah, I had a late day at work yesterday. So, I asked you if we could postpone for a day, and you were a trooper. You are like, you know what? Yeah, I work morning shift. I'll just come back home, take a nap, and we'll do it a day late. So, um, appreciate that. Because I came back home, I just went straight to bed. I was like, man, I'm, I'm pooped. So, uh, that was my day yesterday. But uh, it's good to have you here. Episode 6, Right to Orbis, the mailbag episode. The elusive one. We were talking about this for like five episodes. I remind people to write in every week. We finally got enough questions, at least I thought, to record a mailbag. Now, this is going to be sort of a hybrid. Going to do a little bit of news. And then close out with a mailbag. Hey, I saw that bug you were talking about. Shit's flying yeah. around. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Finally, you know how it feels to be me with the gnats flying around my room. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, I swatted it out. Hey, there we go. nice. There you go. I swatted it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, most of the time. Oh, it had a brother. It had a friend. Shit. I was going to say, you know, most of the time when, like, the room is dark, like mm -hmm. it is right now, I, I tried to, if I turned on my light, it would barely do anything, because it's one of those, like, night lights, so at this point now. Yeah. So, like, it's not bright enough to actually show on camera. There we go. That's what I want. It, the, the bug will just be at the light and not, like, on you, so it doesn't fly on your face, because it's going for the light signal, but no. Right. This one's like, I got to go explore the world. <laughs> you got to put a light right next to pokey feet and then they'll just get attracted to the poster and then you can smack the poster and give like a give pokey feet like a hand slash foot high five. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Especially not on this podcast. You do not need. Yeah, yeah. No, no degen time allowed. Um, speaking of degens. We uh we got a bunch of them on our Discord. I guess we're still the Degen Rangers for now. Nothing has uh usurped it. So we're still looking you for know, a name for the listeners. You know, hold on. I actually I actually have a perfect a picture perfect moment for 
for the Discord users, for the podcast listeners at home, mm-hmm. and for the people watching the video, you should definitely check out the Discord to see this amazing picture I'm about to post. <laughs> okay. I'll have to check it out. Uh, so, yeah, we do have a Discord. People can join it. And it's even more important to join our Discord, which you can find links for that in the description of every YouTube podcast, the video description, pin comment. You can find it there. Hey, Brogan, the reason why it's important is because last week I said RTO versus CNC is on. Well, guess what, my friend? Tekken 7, it's, it's on. We're doing this. The exhibition. We're doing it. Versus coffee and combos. Next week, October 8th, 7 p.m. Central Time. I believe we have our eight. It's going to be eight versus eight competitors. First to one, two lives, exhibition. Sort of a round robin. Winner rotates the first round. And uh, team captain picked the players. It should be fun. should be fun. So I'm excited. I'll remind those guys over at that Discord. Be like, hey, are we playing Tekken? Are we, are we, are we catching some hands? So, uh, yeah. I'm excited. So I, I reached out to a few, uh, you know, somewhat dormant Tekken buddies I had on Steam. And one Love guy it. was like, hell yeah, I'll play. So I think I got a good one. Um, so it should be fun. Should definitely be fun. You know, you said there's 12, right? Well, they have? they have like 12, but they had a few drop out. I'm pretty sure we're down to eight versus eight. So we're good on the numbers. Okay. I was going to say, I mean, I could, I can always just ask around. I know some Tekken players. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I think, I think we have the numbers. If not, I will definitely reach out to you uh, next Saturday if we need it. Hopefully we don't, but uh, yeah, hopefully all eight can show up on both sides. We'll have a good time. So that'll be streamed on YouTube slash forward Max Blister, my, uh, my main channel. And yeah, I'm excited. That's it's gonna be fun. And um, yeah, hopefully uh, we can get a, a coffee and combos representative to do commentary. Uh, if I end up playing, I don't know if I'll be able to like do commentary. Maybe while, while I'm not playing, but uh, that Saturday off, so hey, I will I will be there to commentate. Yeah, so maybe you can commentate, and uh, you can be with somebody on coffee and combo side. Maybe it'll be like Sodium Rising or. Ethong or whoever they got over there. Um, and yeah, that, that'll be fun. So yeah. Uh, Have you seen the picture that I posted? Oh yeah, let me check out the picture and I'll do my best to describe it to the listeners that aren't interested in us video plebs slash Discord. So this is... The WTF Rangers are here. <laughs> okay, I get it. So the Red Ranger is... So this is all from like Vine memes, it looks like. So the Red Ranger... Yep is the aloof kid who's giving you like uh, the come on smirk, like what, like, are you serious? And then the pink ranger is the little girl who uh, is from that video where the mom asks her like, are you excited? And she just looks at her, (laughs) she's like a little girl. Um, And then, so the black girl is the one who, she's not from a Vine meme, she's like from uh, just like a regular meme. Yeah, she's from that one meme where she's like, Really? Yeah, yeah. She puts her hand out. She's like, what? It's pretty It's pretty funny. Um, and the caption is, all right, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, yeah, that is pretty much what's going on in our Discord at times. We have plenty of contributors, uh, specifically, you know, Big Sword and Pants and a bunch of other degenerates in there. So, uh, But they're all good people, so I'm glad we have them. What and is you- the Big Sword and Scruffy Sword podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had people in our podcast channel ask for the... Uh, the 
Well, I don't know that they really requested a TMP with the two swords. I think they just requested the two sword podcast. So I don't even have to be there. Um, that came up because in my pants, you know, shout outs to him. Um, he came on the Max Plus podcast. People really enjoy that podcast. We got some some kind reviews on Pants' appearance. I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll come back. We talked about all sorts of stuff. Uh, it was great to have Pants on. It was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. So shout-outs to Pants. Shout-outs to Pringle. By the way, I don't know if you've noticed in Discord, uh, Pringle has changed his name from Pringle, the one, to just Pringle. He dropped the one. What happened there? I want to yeah. ask him. But I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he changed his profile his picture. Name is yeah, his name is still type unsatisfied, though, even though the game is yeah. actually a good game now. Did you see the newest update they just did? I didn't read it all, but yeah, I saw. Um, the newest update literally added 10 songs from the original game. For free. Mastered. Yeah, for free. For free. Just like, everything's been free so far. Have we, have they charged us for anything? Nope. Yeah. Shout outs I think, to the mobile I think game. That, I think you should actually tell Pringle to call his name type satisfied. You know, Melty Blood has done some really cool things. Um, and yeah, I, I, well, for one, I, I've, when I saw Pringle change his Discord profile, I was like, holy shit, what happened? Because he changed it from um, Thomas the Tank Engine, right? Yep. To just like a, a pile of snow. And then he changed it again to Charlie Brown. So I was like, huh, what happened there? Because I mean, wasn't it? Wasn't it before the snow? I thought he, he changed it to his little uh, Pringle the One figure, and then he went to Charlie Brown. Did he? Oh, I don't know. I must have missed one of them. But yeah, Pringle's not one to change anything on Discord. You know how a lot of people will just change their either their nickname in Discord or their picture, like, you know, often. Um, yeah, so that caught me by surprise. Now he's just at Pringle, which is... Uh, Interesting. So I want to I want to ask him once he com comes back to the show, which will be um, TBD. We'll see when he comes back. When he comes back. When he comes back. So, but yeah, if you do want to talk to Pringle, he is in our Discord, so you can join that. Um, shout out to Patreon for supporting the show. Uh, they'll come into the show here in a second. But uh, yeah, shout out to those guys for always being around, talking to us in Discord as well. And um, yeah. So that's pretty much the top portion of the housekeeping. We got some things to note. Um, mailbag. So I already talked about how this is the, technically the first Right to Orbis mailbag episode. <clears throat> Just because I got to a point where I was like, you know what? We could probably fill out um, our normal middle section of the show with questions as opposed to like uh getting more and then i don't want to roll back any questions i kind of want to get to them all so i think we got a good amount where we can get them all get them to them all on this podcast um so that'll be after some news now we got um not technically a podcast correction but it's a it's lesson not even a correction it's not even a correction okay? no um Man. After careful consideration. <laughs> Man, I... Mac, Mac, you should just say that you have the Conqueror Sakai and just move on. <laughs> dude, we cannot talk about anything One Piece in That's why I said you should, just, you should just say you have the Conqueror Sakai and just move on, which is a One Piece reference. I don't know what and that then means. there you go. I don't know what that means. So It's 
it's a I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah, yeah. No, we I can't, haven't we even can't. watched it and we can't even get into it. We can't. So therefore so, listen, <laughs> these DGens in the Discord are out of control. They flooded my sacred Discord channel, or not Discord, my my uh podcast discussion channel with a bunch of One Piece lore. And I was like, shut up, <laughs> like go somewhere else. Because we talked about One Piece Odyssey, and then they started going about like all the arcs and is a saga and arc, and when is Oda gonna finish it? And I was like, oh my god, these nerds. Stop talking about One Piece. So yeah, uh, I think we that's gonna be have the first rule of uh, first ever official rule of right to Orbis. We might have to ban One Piece on this podcast. It's, uh, can't do it. Can't believe it. We got to do it. You, you know, you know that uh, that meme, which is if you if you uh, if you don't enjoy the words peak fiction fire. Oh my Hold God. on, I, I, I gotta I gotta send you that video. That video. This day gets me, brings me alive. But uh, hey, I pants, can't believe pants we uses that. Bring... He uses that phrase, peak fiction or peak. I forgot what he said that word was. There's like, there's a certain word that means peak. He used it on a podcast, but I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was peak fiction, goat, <laughs> raw, fire. Oh <laughs> Stop it, please. Uh, by the way, speaking of Discord. I made a rule in our shitposting channel, uh, one VTuber per post per 24 hours. One VTuber per 24 hours? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, because it was, it, was getting, it was getting a little too much in there. So, uh, Oh, and we added a uh, pet channel so people can post their, uh, their cute animals. So we had a vote. Shout out to Xavier. He came up with the channel, and he, he, I gave him rights to the name of the channel. So he came up with either Fatal Furries, which that was really close to winning. Uh, but instead, it's called The Fuzzy Guard, which also is also a really good name. So The Fuzzy Guard won. The Discord has spoken. So now we have, like, cute pictures of dogs and cats and squirrels or whatever. Which is, man, I needed that. Because between shitposting and classy art, which has turned into VTubers on one end and just waifus on end on the other, I need to look at some pictures of dogs, especially cute ones, so... It's the new sacred channel. It's yeah. the it's the channel that you like. Yeah, yeah, that and sports talk, which um, I've been enjoying, especially during football t- season. But this is not a football podcast. I wish, but this is a gaming podcast. Um, speaking of games, you want to you know what? Tell us a little bit Honestly, about your announcement right there in that uh, under podcast corrections. Uh oh, what's going on? So, so I'm not a tear whore. Let's just let's just get that out the way. I'm not a tear whore. Like you said, I can't wait for you to drop Ramlethal, okay? So you may have actually been onto something. So I've dropped Ramlethal. For Leon Whitefang! Let's go, baby! You're talking in Strive? I've, yep. Okay. All right. I have, I have dropped Ramlethal Valentine for Leo Whitefang. Why Leo? You know what? Because Leo does what Anji does, but better. You don't strike me as... The kind of like cross up mix up type player, though. You're right, but I'm the gorilla who doesn't like to use his brain character. Mm. Well, good luck. Although I still think you'll probably just end up going back to Anji, but hey, doesn't hurt to learn Anji, other characters now. Anji needs a lot of help. Okay. That's to this day, me and all the Anji players are just wishing that like he could have some help. Look. Jiro is a madman. 
but we can't all be Jiro. Who was I watching? Um, oh, um, Rubbish. He's a YouTuber, a really good one. Um, makes fighting game essays. And he, I believe it was him, where he was saying, don't watch pros or context on how to play your character. Like, you would want to watch yourself. Um, so instead of watching high-level competition, save your replays and watch those. Because the tendencies the pros have get other reactions from pros. It's, it's a great video. You should watch it. But, like... Um, you really should see that your tendencies and how other people react to them because that'll give you a better context of how to improve as opposed to like, well, he's top level. Let me just do that because pros play each other differently compared to how you and I would play against each other. So great video. Rubbish, man. Upcoming fighting game content creator. Uh, really highly underrated. His editing is amazing. Like, it's so good. Um, I can't wait for, for when he blows up and, and I'll be one of the people who'll be like, see, I told you that guy is godlike. So check out, check out Rubbish. He's great. Hey, Brogan, we have our review discussion results in. And I didn't oh. type them in there because I, I want to surprise you. Yeah, I want to surprise you. So last week, by the way, thank you for everybody who voted. Um, you know, we're still growing, sort of. Uh, I know the transition from FGC Hollywood to Ride to Orbis wasn't... Not everybody jumped on the ship, right? Some have um, decided to jump off. Off the plank you go into the sharks, and uh, they're gone forever. But uh, for the people who have stuck around or the people who have hopped on, uh, appreciate you voting. So it wasn't like a whole bunch of votes, but it was enough for us to decide on the game. So appreciate uh, everybody who was talking about our list, too. So people really liked our list but on both sides. Uh, so that was cool. Hopefully we can revisit those eventually. So last week, obviously, we both went through 10 games. Five of yours, five of mine, and we nominated... Um, two of them to be voted by the community for our first ever spoiler cast slash review discussion podcast settled on a game from each list. Cause I said, Hey, it could be two games from your list, two games from mine. So just turned out that it was one from mine, one, one from yours uh, worked out fine. We settled on Katana zero from your list and then river city girls from my list. So the initial vote came to Katana 05, River City Girls 10, okay? That was, I put the poll out to um, the ether, and we got 15 votes on that. 10 went to River City Girls, 5 to Katana 0. However, here's the, the thing I forgot to mention, slash uh, didn't decide yet when we recorded the podcast. Um, the fine people over at Patreon also get a special vote since they support the show. And eventually they will also have a hand in uh, picking a game for the review discussion. So a single vote from a patron is worth two votes. So technically they can vote twice because they could vote in the open voting and then in the Patreon voting. So I'm sure maybe a couple of them have. But... So that's technically worth three votes. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't have data to really say who voted where, but we got some votes on Patreon. So. Tallying up all of the votes with the final count of 16 to 9, the winning game of the first ever review discussion poll is... I wish I had a drum roll. It's River City Girls. So River City Girls... <laughs> River City Girls they watch and co-op. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually rooting for Katana Zero because I actually thought that game would be really fun. But River City Girls is actually... 
I think it will be a fun experience. So uh, River City Girls is the game we shall play. Now you and I would have to coordinate a time to play that game. Um, you know what? So let's. Uh, we'll figure let's it out. Say we'll figure it out. Wednesday, maybe. Wednesdays could work. Yeah. Um. But for the most part, um, my schedule, unless I have a special project, uh, is usually the same every day. So, uh, we'll figure it out. And it's not like a terribly long game, so we can do it in a few sessions. Um, it'll be fun. So I own River City Girls already. Um, I'll go and buy it right now. Sweet. And uh, yeah, that'll be the game to watch for. So we're recording this on September 30th currently. Um, I think we could probably buy before November for sure. We should be able to finish River City Girls and then talk about it on the podcast. So that'll be fun. And that's all we have for our housekeeping slash review discussion votes uh, segment. Now, we got a little bit of news. And then after the news, we'll take on everybody's questions who have submitted one within the time limit. And then uh, that'll be the podcast. So pretty short show. But first, we got some we got a couple items of news that are interesting. So we'll take a small break and then we'll be right back. Another game that is a fighting game that I want to come out that I haven't heard any information on. It's called Cerebral. Oh, yeah. The uh, serial. No, that's not it. It's not the serial one. It's, uh, oh, it's no, that's Serial C Killers. Yeah, Serial Killers. Cerebral is a 2v2 hand animated fighting game with uh, Tumelo doing the music. And that's why I was excited because I was like, oh, I love Tumelo. He's, he's a really good artist. Here we are. We are back from our short little break between segments. Broken, we got two news items. I feel this is a throwback to FGC Hollywood because they're both fighting game related. Honestly, this podcast has like a very heavy theme for fighting games. And, you know, so when I reached out for questions from the audience to do a mailbag, it's very tough to dissociate from our roots as a fighting game podcast because most of the questions that we got are related to fighting games. But I think that's fine because, I mean, we're talking about games, All game. you know, and fighting games are a part of that. Uh, I think eventually, as we continue on and progress with this podcast, we'll probably have a more diverse audience that is not only fighting games. But it just so happened that the two news items this week had to do with fighting games. And they're actually pretty interesting. So the first one is, uh, I title it No More Blaze Blue. So this happened on... Question mark, question mark. Yeah, well, I only put one, come on. <laughs> uh, on September 24th, 2022, Toshimichi Mori, the creator of the Blaze Blue series, has announced that he has left developer Arc System Works after almost 20 years of working for the esteemed fighting game developer, Joining the company in 2003, Mori initially worked on the rock and roll theme fighting game series Guilty Gear, and then he later went on to become the producer and designer of the eventual sister fighting game series to Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue. The Blaze Blue series saw four mainline fighting game titles: Blaze Blue Calamity Trigger in 2008, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift in 2010, Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma in 2014, and last, Blaze Blue Central Fiction in 2016. Mori announces departure via statement on Twitter where he is quoted saying, I know this may cause anxiety, especially for BlazBlue users. I am truly sorry for this. I hope to be able to deliver more games to users in some form in the future, and I will do my best to achieve this. 
and I would like to thank you in advance for your support. The last time fans of the series saw Blaze Blue was in the form of a mobile game entry dubbed Blaze Blue Alternative Dark War, which shut down its services on January 31st, 2022, only 11 months after its release. Womp womp. Prior to that, the series size spin-off tag fighting game, which pinned fighting game characters from various Arc System Works properties, as well as guest characters known as Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Man, what a ooh, rough, rough two entries. <laughs> Last two entries. Um, You're not wrong. It is unclear at this time where Mori will end up or what game he will be working on. However, from his initial announcement, it is clear that he is looking to stay in the video game industry in one capacity or another. It may be that Mori is going to make the fighting game he's always wanted, which is Idol Masters, the fighting game, oh, which then becomes Idol Master versus... Forget what that other... Love Live? Other, Love Live, yes. <laughs> versus Love Live, the fighting game. Do I get brownie points for reading your brain sometime? <laughs> yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> How did you know it was Love Live? It's the only other, other idol um, thing I can think of. Also, you know, I, I don't know why it's in my head, but there's a clip of somebody telling Mike Ross in Twitch chat is like, Mike Ross watched Love Live. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. But um, that would... Lori said he wanted to make oh, that man. as a cutting game. I can't. I can't. I can't with these weebs. But hey, if, if that's what he wants to make and people will play it, sure, why not? Um, I won't, because, I mean, there, there are limits to what I'm willing to play, but, yep. you know. So, just to, just to point this out there, the competitive scene in Blaze Blue is now crying. So, apparently, there is a Noel player. Shoutouts to Noel players. You, you, you people play the most low-tier character in the game. You guys found some cool, interesting tech. And then the top tier, my players stole your tech and made it better on my. And now it is currently burning the Blaze Blue community alive. What it is, is it's called, uh, it doesn't have a name currently, I guess. But what it is, is that you. Uh, you really should call it after the initial person that found it. So whatever their username, you call it, you know, if his name is whatever. Um, Noel, you just called the Noel Tech. Well, yeah, but if you think about it, this actually was from Guilty Gear as well. But I mean, the first implementer—is that a word? Implementer, the first person to implement it and implement, uh, yeah. implement it in Blaze Blue should get the credit for it. Remember how Tokido came up with like the Tokido Tech or whatever, where he did the crouch teching thing, um, and everybody just called it the Tokido Tech. You're right, but. Like, I mean, listen, if you, you stole it off of, not stole it, because wait, so is this universal? Can you do it with no, any it character? Is not, it is not universal, actually. Hmm. So it only applies to characters, to certain characters. Like, you, theoretically, it's universal, but certain characters will get off of it, uh, will use it. Because what it is, is to explain it, you do an attack, you hold back, and then you hold your uh, your shield gauge to cancel an attack animation to then, with your can uh, uh, canceled attack animation, attack again. So basically, 
if you if you want to know what this looks like, back in Guilty Gear, it was this. You did this with uh, Faultless Defense. So basically, what you do is you would basically cancel an attack with Faultless Defense to reset your character so you can attack again. They found that you can do this in Blaze Blue Central Fiction, okay. and it is now. Yeah, it is now causing the Blaze Blue community to be like, oh God, what have we found? Hey, that's kind of cool. I mean, that game came out in 2016. It's 2022, and they found some new tech for it. So, you know, that's pretty neat. Um, sounds like another, sort of like another form of a Kara cancel. Um, so, yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, as far as Mori, I wonder what the future of Blaze Blue, where it lies now, with Mori out of the picture. I mean, not that it was going anywhere with him in the picture within the last few years, but we'll see if they decide to resurrect it, or maybe they'll, you know focus on what they have been doing, which is going to other properties and developing for those people. You know, example, Grand Blue Fantasy or DNF or whatever is coming up the pipeline. So we'll see what happens with that, with their actual intellectual property, but it seems like they're focusing on some other things. So we'll see what happens with the good old Blade Blue. We got one more item from Arxis. And this is uh, Guilty Gear related. So Exert is getting rollbacks on September 25th, 2022. Arc System Works announced that the Guilty Gear Exert Revelator and Revelator 2 will be receiving a public beta test of rollback netcode implementation on Steam sometime in late October. This news is certainly great for fans as the Guilty Gear series, which initially released in the West as Guilty Gear Exert Sign in 2014, then updated to Revelator in 2016, and then again to Rev2 in 2017, has been the only major competitive iteration of the game that does not feature rollback netcode. So Plus R has rollback, and then Strive has rollback, but poor Exert has been on delay for the longest. So just to note, Sheeny, the producer and localization director at Arc System Works, took to Twitter to say... The upcoming public test for Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2 will only be, or rather, will be only for a limited period of time, tentatively approximately two weeks, unlike the previous tests for our other games. There's some technical difficulty for us to put it up for long periods of time. Speaking of FGC Twitter, um, which sometimes I hate most of the time, but this time was actually pretty funny. So they shared their thoughts on the announcement with one of my personal favorites coming from at witty username who said congratulations now no one will ever touch strive again <laughs> say that all right i'm gonna put this to rest real quick people are saying are shitting on strive okay and congrats we are back at the the grand old the grand old cycle as i say the the fgc cycle which is new game bad old game good okay Except people don't remember that the Guilty Gear Strive game is getting a crossplay beta that's not only going to be free, but later it's just going to be allowing everyone to play with everyone. And this Exert rollback is probably going to only be on the PC because, spoiler alert, Guilty Gear Exert is probably not going to be on the PS4 because the PS4 plays with the PS3 version. And the PS3 is not powerful enough to play, to have rollback in it. So. RIP. Sorry. RIP, guys. That's a good point. I, was, I didn't think about that. That game is old. Yes. And so here's the thing. 
Revelator will be popping off on PC, but if you're a PC player that plays Strive, guess what? You're going to have PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Xbox uh, Series X, and Xbox One players to play with. So congrats. You got you got five people to play with while Exert has one, one group of people to play with. You're going to find matches. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, I, technically everybody wins here. So everyone wins. Hey, the Strive players win because now they don't have people shitting on their game every five minutes. The boomers finally go back to their game. <laughs> exactly. The boomers. Brian F actually made that uh, statement. He was like, to all the Strive players, you should be extremely happy that Exert's getting rolled back because, like, now people that shit on your game constantly will have a game they can play. Yep. If only Street Fighter had that opportunity, it would be great. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's too bad that 4 doesn't have rollback because... Rollback, yeah. I see, I mean, I see Sanford Kelly every day talk about Street Fighter Five, and then, you know, he ends his day was like, I'm done with Street Fighter Five, And then the next day, he's like, I wonder if Street Fighter Six will do this on, like, Street Fighter Five. <laughs> it's like, he can't stop himself. Like, he's so entrenched. I was like, Sanford, please, go, go play 4. Go play... Go play all these OG games you've been playing. I, I do like Just Sanford. enjoy yourself. Yeah. Just enjoy hey, yourself. Hey, shout out to Sanford. Please. He just turned 40. Happy birthday, Sanford Kelly. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Shout out to the real OG. Uh, one thing about Guilty Gear. Listen, I didn't play a lot of... So Guilty Gear, if you look at these dates, Guilty Gear Sign came out in 2014. Then Guilty Gear Revelator came out in 2016. Um... I was playing Persona, my friend. I, that was during the time peak that I was like, I'm playing Ultimax. Like, I'm not playing this shit. <laughs> um, so I never really got into Exerd. And by the time I got around to it, it was way too late. Like, it was dead. Like, there weren't people weren't really playing, and the netcode is so atrocious. Um, I'm actually willing to, like, listen, I'm trash at Guilty Gear, but, like, I'm willing to give it a go again if... Uh, it gets rollback. Now they said the rollback is going to be for two weeks. And then what is it just going to stop and then come back after it's official? So the other thing that's weird here is why aren't, why are they putting rollback both in Revelator and Rev2? Why not just Rev2? I think it's because they realize, have you seen the meme, which is how do you buy Rev2? <laughs> no. Oh my God. So it is so difficult on Steam to buy Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 off the rip. Sheesh. Because there is, I believe, let me just let me just open up Steam real quick. Let me go to the store and let me look up how many iterations of Guilty Gear Exert Revelator there are. So there is, ah, here we go. You can buy Guilty Gear Exert Revelator. Guilty Gear Exert Revelator Deluxe Edition, Guilty Gear Exert Revelator plus DLC characters plus Rev 2 all in one does not include optional DLC. And then buy Guilty Gear Exert Revelator Deluxe plus Rev 2 Deluxe, Jesus. all DLCs included all in one. What a mess. Why don't they just make Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 Complete Edition? Yeah, they did. It's called Buy Guilty Gear Exert Revelator Deluxe plus Rev 2 Deluxe, what? all yeah. DLCs included all in one. <laughs> But that's way too long. Just call it Rev 2 Complete. And that, like, people will be like, oh, that one. Like, not all this other garbage. Man, that is complicated. They got to do something about that. So, I mean, I guess that's cool if they want to give rollback to multiple versions Iteration. of the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fine. Um, 
I would assume most people are going to be playing on Rev 2, but... Yeah, most people will be playing Rev 2, but... I guess people that want to play Revelator, now they have the option, so... Hey, that's cool. Um, I'm not I'm not a huge Guilty Gear head, but hey, maybe uh, maybe someone who didn't like Strive and was too intimidated by plus R now finds their middle ground and be like, hey, cool, let me... Uh, let me pick Slayer and start punching people. <laughs> oh, you want to play Strive without playing Strive? Just pick up Slayer. Mm-hmm. You're going to be playing Strive. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, good for Arxis fans. Not for the Blaze Blue ones, but good for the Guilty Gear ones. And uh, that's all we have for the news. And... You never know. I mean, it could be good for the Blaze Blue fans because Blaze Blue is not done, technically. Theoretically. And, and, you know what? Hey, what if what if him leaving is the catalyst to them being like, okay, we're going to start Blaze Blue Oh, again. shit. Are you saying he's the oh, owner no. of Arxis? Oh, my God. Man. I'm saying he's the No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Take that off of my mouth. Take those words out. Hey, of- we'll come back to this podcast if, like, in two years, there's a new Blaze Blue game, and it's the best the series I've ever seen. <laughs> You're oh. like, man, maybe Mori leaving was the reason Blaze Blue sucked. Maybe. We shall see. Mori has Mori's a great artist, though, you know? Like, all the character de- designs were based off of Mori's designs. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I don't know, man. It's, things change. I mean, look at Skullgirls. I mean, they've, they sort of changed, too. So. Future Club. Future Club. Mike Z died for nothing. Anyway. We got to go take a small break and then we'll be right back here listening and answering your questions. We'll be right back. I know people want her back in uh, Strive. I don't know why, but they do. Well, the reason why is because, and it's for every other reason that people want characters and then they don't touch them. She's a sexy redhead, okay? Is she though? Is she though? I don't even know if I consider Abba a waifu. She's honestly like, I feel bad for her. I don't know. Alrighty. The first mailbag broken. The first ever mailbag on the podcast. You excited? Let's go. I'm excited. So, uh, we talked about this last week. I reminded everybody. So, we decided to change the mailbag episode format. Um, so if the questions that we get in are topical and are for that specific time, we will read those questions regardless of whether it's a mailbag episode or not. But for everything else, uh, we save up for the mailbag episode, which is today. So we got a few here, not too many, but not too few. And the first one starts with the, our, our friend from our discord and TMP participant or uh, guest in my pants shout That's out to in my pants the head of the degen rangers the what the fuck rangers yeah <laughs> uh pants asks why does nobody talk about street fighter alpha series i've always liked it a lot but since no but no one talked about it i never say anything i put a note here for why i think i don't talk about the street fighter alpha series even though i've played it Every so often on Fightcade. Alpha came out in 1995. Alpha 2 came out in 1996. Alpha 3 came out in 1998. And Third Strike 
came out in May of 99. I was born in late 93. So for Alpha, I was one and a half. For Alpha 2, I was two and a half. And then for Alpha 3, I was three and a half. So do you, you, get, you get where I'm coming from. Right? So I, I was yeah. obviously way too young to really understand what the Alpha series was. With Third Strike, it came out in 99, which yes, I know I'm five and a half there, but... Um, it wasn't Strike. until I think, think Battle by the Bay, Evo Moment 37, that people actually cared about Third Strike. I, yeah, I don't know really the history of Third Strike like that. I know that I saw Third Strike way more as a kid running around in the arcade and as opposed to the Alpha series. So I don't know, maybe that was just a consequence of where I lived and that's, those are the cabinets that they had. But Third Strike was just something that I saw more so often. So I think I was just exposed to Third Strike as opposed to the Alpha series. That's why I don't talk about it and I don't really play it. I'm not saying that they're bad sure. games, but... Mm. I will say this, I um, I think the Street Fighter Alpha series is cool because they're the prequels to Street Fighter 1. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, here, here's what happened to the characters before they became who they are. But even then, it's like, it's just a prequel. Right. It's not like you need to know about these games. I will say, they they have some really cool, uh, really cool, interesting tech, like the... Uh, what are they? They're the Sea Gauge in CVS, too, right? Maybe. Like I said, I don't know enough about Alpha to really tell you. <laughs> and I think it's mostly because of just being too young to be exposed to it. And I never went back, you know, like I never went back to revisit. Well, don't worry. We're going to get a podcast correction next episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, Some it boomer. was this age. Some boomer. Sanford Skelly is going to write in. He's like, actually, <laughs> Alpha actually, 2. Actually, the correct gonna... gauge. Actually, the correct gauge in CVS 2 for the Alpha series was. Yeah. So I do think it's a cool. I mean, I played JJ on Fight a few times in our Discord. Um, and I, I believe I played Juan in our Discord, uh, both in Third Strike and in Alpha. And it's a fun game. I'm Adon's in it. You know, I just do Jaguar kicks. Fun game. But yeah, that's why I think I don't talk about it, just because I was lost. In the limelight of Third Strike. Duck Guy. Why the hate on Switch? Nintendo puts out good games, IMO. Nintendo also just doesn't like people, IMO. Oh, wait, no, that's not an inline. That's actually just... Yeah, that's just facts at that point. Um, why the Nintendo hate on Switch? Nintendo doesn't like you. I don't think I've been hating on Switch, have I? I mean, I know I say the womp womp, but... No, you, you, you've never hated on Switch. It's just that, like... None of us own a Switch. Yeah, and I don't I really plan on owning it. Yeah, I used to own a Switch. Gave it to my sister. She uses it every day. Congrats. There you go. There's your endorsement for the Switch. Yeah. My sister plays it every day. It's just that the games that come out on Switch are like I'm not interested in. Except for the one, the Disney Illusion Island, where you play as Mickey Mouse and the platforming all over the place. That looks cool, mm -hmm. but it's on Switch, so I won't play it. But like, it does look cool. I just don't want to buy a Switch for it. I've never been a Nintendo kid. I never really had any sort of like cachet with those properties. Like I don't care for Zelda. I don't really. I mean, Mario's cool, but not enough for me to buy hardware for it. But I think as a standalone company, oh, and also, they're fine. I don't care for Pokemon anymore, so I'm yeah. not buying the Switch for Pokemon. Who needs Pokemon when you got Temtem? By the way, you know, uh, 
I, this is one of my favorite things to do now. I finally have found out is triggering weebs. It's so fun. Like I, I forget. Um, somebody wanted like a thumbs up emote in our Discord, and I think Scruffy brought up uh, Machamp doing oh. the thumbs up, and I was like, oh man, I love Machamp. <laughs> and then uh, Big Sword put like a screaming cat because because I, I called him the wrong name. I was like, man, I I love doing that. It's just butchering. Weeb shit to trigger. Weeb. You know, I, you know, I do this all the time. This exact thing to like scene girls that come to my bar with a band t-shirt. I always misgender the band. Oh, I'm like, like, so like someone will come in with a uh, bring me to the horizon t-shirt and I'll be like, Oh my God, is that the gorillas? Oh, I love the gorillas. <laughs> Damn. First of all, who is wearing a bring me the horizon t-shirt? You would be surprised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not that uh, not that I thought Big Sword was serious, but it's still it's fun. It's fun to do. It really is to like mess with weebs. Um, anyway, yeah, Nintendo is fine. I don't I don't mind Nintendo. It's just uh, I don't really care to play their game. Well, uh, maybe Bayonetta, which we have a question for that later. Deco. Bayonetta is cool. Yeah. Deco asks. I played a little Gundam Evolution recently, and the rank mode requires the player to be level 20 to start using. Do you think this is something that may be applicable to the fighting game genre now that Street Fighter 6 and Tekken 8 are coming out in the future, or is that cap not worth having in any genre at all? Good social experiment. It's an interesting but... idea. I think most people just kind of want to go online right away. They don't want to put in time to... Playing the game, but it could be a good, a good way of going about it. I mean, but then again, you don't want to take know. a you don't want to take a game mode away from people. Yeah, you don't. Also, if you think about it, rank mode is good for like streamers because rank mode allows them to just constantly fight people that don't have to like wait for their their viewers to be like, oh hey, I want to play, and then like play them for like what ten games, and then they like okay, next viewer. No, yeah. they can literally just like open up rank, talk shit until the next match, play the match, talk shit until the next match, keep going, you know? Yeah. Rank mode is basically the streamer mode. It depends on if they can make the climb to rank 20 or whatever fun. Like make it so you have these things that you got to do that are like you're just constantly hitting milestones. So you're, you're still giving people their dopamine hits, right? But they're just not in rank mode brick mode match wins so since you know some of these games especially street fighter 6 looks like it's doing that little open world thing that could be something that could help it cosmetic. yeah but like oh hey you've unlocked a few cosmetics for win honestly why have it i was thinking about that tekken tekken's treasure battle mode was a cool idea but that should have been implemented in rank mode like oh hey you uh you you're playing ranked. You want a few games? Here's some new treasures. Uh, right. Treasures, you know. I thought treasure battle mode was sick, but I thought like the real idea was that you should implement treasure battle mode as ranked mode. You should so have that done way, that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And also, that's a great incentive to keep playing ranked. The more you play ranked, the more chances you get of winning. Every time you win, you unlock new cosmetics. Yeah. Ranked in Tekken is so bad. <laughs> so horrible. 
<laughs> it's really bad. It's one of the worst out of like the major games. I don't know. Maybe Street Fighter Five is worse, but as far as just the experience playing ranked in Tekken, it's like ugh, terrible. All right, uh, Killer Tide. Not trying to be rude, but you said you don't feel. I think this is directed to me, right? So like, not trying to be rude, but. You said you don't feel like a part of the FGC anymore. Is it possible that you turned your back on them instead of it being the other way around? I've been playing fighting games since 2015, and I still think the FGC is just as great. Um, that's not rude. I think that's that's valid. Uh, floor is yours. This is your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously this is directed to me. Um, with I'm sure. So this person must have, you know, listened to me either the video that i put out or you know within the podcast saying that like i don't feel fgc anymore which is you know part of the fighting game community um i'll say is it possible that i turn my back on the fgc and not vice versa yeah i guess i mean you could see it in that way if so if i change to a point where i don't identify as fighting game community anymore then yeah, that would be the case. But I think it happened for both parties, right? I think the FGC has changed. Now, maybe not for somebody like Killer Tide, right? They say that they've been they've been playing fighting games since 2015. By the way, what a great year. 2015? Holy shit. So many great games. Um, great great year got, to join. Yeah, I think I got into the FGC at the same time. Because I was playing fighting games before that, but then I got into the FGC around 2015. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to join tournaments. Yeah, fun, this and that. Yeah, that's... I don't know that there was a better... So, 2015, I know where this is a tangent, but 2015, I think, is one, at least in recent memory, is one of the greatest years in the FGC. And uh, it was weird. It was between both years, but, like, the tail end of 2018 and the the beginning of 2019 was also really good. Like, it was great. Like, Eunice, Tekken 7, uh, even Street Fighter came out when it came out with Arcade Edition. Um, Guilty Gear Exert came out. Yeah, it was rise Guilty Gear again. It, yeah, there was. I mean, the, you had a, you had a couple duds in there, like uh, you know BB Tag, and but uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was somewhat exciting for the first season, even though the matches took four hours to complete. But um, anyway, they still take four hours to complete. Yeah, that's true. But it was it was twenty. I think twenty fifteen and twenty twenty nineteen are great years. But anyway. Back to the question. Um, yeah, I think we both changed. I think the FGC changed on me, and I think I changed on the FGC. So I'm like, I don't want to, I don't really care to be a part of it. It doesn't mean I don't like fighting games anymore. It just means the community part. That's really been the goal for the whole time, is um, I just don't want to be a part or as entrenched in the community anymore, as opposed to fighting games. But uh, yeah, that's not rude. That's a fair question. Hopefully I answered it. Uh, Need for Ramen. That's a good name. What do you think of the Bayonetta series? Also, are you interested in Bayonetta 3? I love that Bayonetta 3 has a, uh, parent, my parents are home mode. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great addition. They should have added that in, like, the first game. My parents are home. Mm -hmm. Did you play any of the Bayonettas? Yes, I did, actually. I played uh, one and two. Mm. Uh, luckily, you can play both on Steam? Hold on, I actually played... A, so I bought... Maybe one the first one, right? Because wasn't, yeah, wasn't it like published by Nintendo after the first one? 
Yes, it was picked up by Nintendo. Yeah. I actually, I actually had when I had my Switch, I actually bought one and two, and I was mm-hmm. playing both. But uh, yeah, I uh, I like, I like it. It's not. Here's the deal. It's not Devil May Cry, which is in its in in line with like people saying, "Oh, Devil May Cry is the best character action game ever." It's technically not. There's other. I think there's better character action games than Devil May Cry. It's up there. Let's just say that. And shoutouts to it being like the progenitor. But uh, I think Bayonetta does well on its own. Yeah. Platinum game. I played the demo of the first Bayonetta because it was on 360. And it was cool. I'm not a huge DMC fan, but like the the gameplay is, is fine. I mean, it's uh, it was cool. I never ended up did buying to, I, I never bought Bayonetta one. I just played a little bit of the demo, and um, I had fun for what for what it was. But then again, you know, we're coming back to the whole Nintendo thing. When Nintendo started publishing it, obviously Bayonetta moved mm-hmm. to Nintendo hardware, so I uh, I never kept up with it. So I don't know if it'll ever come on Steam. Knowing Nintendo, no. Um, and then again, it's a platinum game. I haven't had a very good track record with platinum games, but that one I actually think I would like. So maybe I should at least play the first one because I think that one's on Steam, probably. Two and three are probably locked to, um, I guess, Wii U and Switch, right? Or maybe they're both on Switch at this point. I think so. Bayonetta 3. It looks cool. I did like the trailer that I saw from Bayonetta 3. I was like, dang, it's coming on to the Switcheroo. But hopefully people that play it enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, we got a couple more here. Damn. Is that Damayo or is that Damayo? Damn Mayo? <laughs> I think he's making a sandwich. He's like, God damn Mayo. <laughs> you know what? You are, whoever you are, whatever your name is, there you go. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna test it. It's either Damn Mayo or Damayo with two M's. Are you still going to go to fighting game tournaments? Also, I'm new to, to the genre. Which fighting game should I get into? So a two-parter. Um, yeah, I'll still go. I'll still go to fighting game tournaments. Um, we'll see. I'm, I don't know if anytime soon, but yeah, I will go. I'll go eventually. And as far as new fighting games, man, I don't know, bro. And I'm kind of out of touch. What? What would you? I'm I'm playing Persona all day. Like I can't recommend people. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive is a great beginner game, but uh, I think actually no, Guilty Gear Strive. Go pick it up. The crossplay beta is about to come up soon. You're gonna be able to play it for free. You can see if you like it or not. There you go. Yeah. Scruffy That's wants to me. say Ki, but K- Killer Instinct. Uh, there's like eight people playing it, so I I don't know. It is. And fun. they're all like they're all gold. They're star godlike. Players. Yeah, like, they're just. You're not wreck your shit. <laughs> you're not gonna be enjoying your time there. It's a fun game, but you got to get good if you want to play other people. It's just too old. The people that are playing it are too good. I mean, it's it's a similar problem that people that are gonna be running into if they pick up Exert when it gets rollback. Right? They're just gonna get smashed, and it's just. Sorry, get good. Did you did you want to play Exert? Did you know that the resident fucking villains Johnny and. Elfelt exists. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
as you get destroyed by not only them, but come Hume as she just does loops on you, and also resident edge boy Raven. Isn't it Kum? Kum Hume, yes. Okay. <laughs> I just say come Hume because technically it's K-U-M. Yeah, but it's a, it's a Korean name. Yeah, it is Korean. Yeah. Because Korean girl. I'm sure I've answered this question before. Robot. Yeah. I'm sure I've answered this question before as far as beginner fighting games, but yeah, I'd say Strive. Strive, Street Fighter V, one of those. Street Fighter uh, V might not be bad. Thing. I mean, if you're if you're looking to play Street Fighter VI, why not play a little bit of Street Fighter V, get a field? Doesn't hurt. That's true, I guess, if you think about it. Yep. ADHD. Thoughts on rhythm games. Okay, I'm going to open up my Steam right now. Thank you for your purchase on this brand new game. What is this game I just bought? You may be asking, is it Muse Dash? Yes, it is. Congrats. <laughs> there you go. There's your thoughts on rhythm games. Man. <laughs> just bought Muse Dash. Are you a uh, an Osu player? Hell no. no. I couldn't get past I couldn't get past 5 if I tried. You know what that was actually kind of fun? There was a Hatsune Miku game on PlayStation Vita where... Oh, yes, I know exactly. You know what, what I'm talking about? about? So yep, they, I have played them. I've played them. So I don't know what it's called, but they gave out a demo, the Hatsune Miku game. They gave you like three songs. And it was actually pretty fun. Like, it, the, I'll be honest with you. I was playing the Vita a lot back then. And I was playing those songs just, you know, just messing around. And uh, I enjoyed my time. For you know, you know, for a weeb rhythm game, I was like, "Hey, this is pretty good." <laughs> you know what's funny is that they had those on the Nintendo DS, and it was more popular on the Nintendo DS because the uh, you know Nintendo DS was more popular than the Switch. Yeah, I mean not the Switch, the, the Vita. Vita. Yeah. yeah, and then I one day I uh, brought my Vita to the boat right when I was in the Navy, and I was playing that game, and people were like, "Hold on." Is that the same game I'm playing? And I'm like, yeah. And they looked at my game and they're like, why does your version look so much better? Because on the Vita, it actually plays the music video of the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. In it the does. background. Mm -hmm. But on the Nintendo DS version, it just has like a blank white screen with like Hatsune Miku dancing to the song. And then it like you hit the buttons but like on the vita it's like the whole it's like a, actual it's music like a music video. video yeah it's kind of sick um i did yeah i enjoyed that game i know you're playing metal hell singer right that's te yep, metal technically a, a rhythm game but it's a it shooter, is a right? rhythm yeah. game yeah. It's a rhythm game yeah that's fun so, i never played the persona dancing games uh even though i like persona i never I got did. to those i did are they any good if you they're really good and also they're canon of course they are um, yeah, but no, I, there you go. it's not a genre I seek out, but, uh, there's some gems in there for sure. I just, I just had to, I, as soon as I saw thoughts on rhythm games, I was like looking cause I bought river city girls and I noticed muse dash was like 58 cents. And I was like, hell yeah. Ah, <laughs> finally I can buy muse dash. You know, what was fun as I think you and I were talking off the podcast, maybe a, a week ago or a couple weeks ago. It's that one where you're, you're like, it's on mobile 
and you're square and you're just like you know platforming you know what i'm talking about impossible game yeah, yeah. Impossible game. it's so fun and the music is so good and you're just platforming while the music is going it's great so i like that one all right i think we've i think we've clearly answered that yes we are indeed okay with rhythm games yeah he didn't even say if you do you like them or do you hate them it's just just thoughts <laughs> i like that question it's just like just give me whatever you got all right uh Turbo Gent. Do you think Tekken 8 will bring back the Tekken 7 guest characters like Akuma and Geese? Man, I hope not. I think they will. They will. They will. They will. I'm sorry. I mean, Akuma was so... I think it's so funny that Akuma was actually story-relevant. Yeah. They put him in there. I think it's stupid that what Akuma did for seven games. Oh, hey, I'm not in, I, I was supposed to kill you like seven games ago, but I didn't kill you because I waited for you to get this strong. Is there a game See? with more alpha type male personalities than Tekken 7? Think about it. Heihachi, Akuma, Geese Howard, Kazuya, Jin to a certain extent. Bang. Jin is Jin is just resident edge boy. I did a bad thing. I wouldn't call six. I wouldn't call Jin Alpha though. Yeah, Jin is basically I did a bad thing in six. Now I'm I cry because I did a lot of bad things. Like we get okay. There's gonna be a stupid rant. It's a stupid quick rant. Real okay. quick. Look, I get that. It was kind of weird that Jin was a villain in six. Nobody liked that because Jin's supposed to be the poster hero character. Right. Well, he technically caused and, a genocide, but you know, whatever. Under the rug. <laughs> he, he caused a genocide to save the world. Sure. Let's go with that. And now and now in Tekken 7, he's like, I'm resident edgy boy. I shouldn't exist because I should be I should be like atoned for my sins. And now in Tekken 8, it's like, I should still atone for my sins. And Kazuya's like, you're a bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. He's not, I don't know. There, I know that people do like Jin for reasons that are beyond me. I just never found him endearing. Like, there's certain people, like, even if you know that they're doing wrong, that they're still endearing and you still kind of want to root for them. Thanos, Walter White, there's certain characters are like, man, I kind of want them to win even though I know that they're on the wrong end of justice, technically. but Well, the thing is that Jin was never on the wrong side of justice. Yeah, he never true. was. He was, actually, he was always the good guy. Even when he committed genocide, he was the good guy because he did it to save the world. But he sucks. And... <laughs> he's so yeah, wet. he just... He's so... <laughs> the Jin they stands better... are going to come after us. They're like, how dare they you? They better... They better fucking fix my boy Jin in in eight. Okay. Hey, he did please. look good in eight in that little story mode that they did. He, he looked good. So please, please save my boy Jin. Yeah. Let my man be. I do think Akuma. I don't know about geese, but Akuma, I think, will come back. I think. Uh, here's the deal: guest characters sell games. So Negan's not coming there's... back. Noctis is not coming back. But I believe that a lot of characters are going to... There's going to be a lot of guest characters. Guest characters yeah. sell games. 
I hate to say this, fighting game fans, but guest characters sell games, okay? Yeah. I know you guys want your original characters to come back more than guest characters, but you gotta understand that guest characters sell games. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The last question we have on here for the mailbag, uh, it's not even a question. This comes by from Lewis Link. Not a question, but just an idea. You guys should play each other in different fighting games so you can have bragging rights or the title of best fighting game player of the podcast. Lol. So we've done this already. We have. And uh, yes. So you beat my ass in Persona. I've beaten you in Guilty Gear. Did we ever play a rubber match? What was it? Did we ever play a rubber match? Like a rubber game? A rubber match? No, we haven't. No. What we really should do is we should wait for prank and we should do like a round robin and whoever has the most wins total, right, should Uh, should become, should have like the the title of, you know, best fighting game player of RTO. That's true. Although you also, so you beat We've both beaten each other twice in our two respective games, which is hilarious. I've beaten you in Exert. I've beaten you in Strive. You've beaten me in Persona. You've beaten me in... Uh, was it Undernight? Those, those Fighting Herds. TFH. Yeah, TFH. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of even, although it's more skewed to you in Melty Blood. Yeah, we'll have to get Pringle in on this. But, I mean, Pringle... Yeah, we do. Pringle would, I mean, he'll just mop the floor with us in Skullgirls. And then, yeah, he would. And then I don't even own rivals. <laughs> so I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. So, yeah. You know what we could do? We could just, we could all get uh, multiverses because it's free. Oh, yeah. You know, we, could all just, we could all just test each other out there. That's we actually perfect because we can play 1v1v1, right? Exactly. We yeah. can. All right. Yeah, that's actually perfect. That's perfect. I like that idea. And then not, I don't think any of us have really played that game to like an extreme, like a, like a prolonged after, period. After the, after the beta, I've kind of stopped playing the game, so I'm actually rusty. In that game. Yeah. I don't remember any of the mechanics. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's something we can do down the line. Of course, we need Pringle to come back whenever he is ready. And yeah, that, that'll be Watch fun. Watch the... Watch on the Max Splicer podcast episode uh, YouTube channel for the multiverses 1v1v1. Right. Coming to you soon. To determine who is the best RTO player. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's all we got for the mailbag. Uh, Cute little mailbag. You know, only I think like eight, nine questions. We got through them. Um, And I'll keep accumulating. Of course, don't be hesitant. So if you have a mailbag question, you can send them over any time, and then if they're topical, we'll read them on the next one. And if they're not, they'll be on the mailbag episode. So thank you everybody who reached out and sent us some questions. We'll take a short break and then we'll come back with uh, Take a Flyer wrap up. Be right back. Actually, we need the old folks home uh, FGC video where we get all the old the old heads in a, in a video and be like, what happened folks? What happened? I want to get like a couch. I want like Gutex on there. I want <laughs> Mike Ross. I want Clayton. I want Obama. Put put Sanford Kelly in there. We're just talking. Like, what happened, guys? Where did we turn wrong? Where did we go wrong? Why are we old? 
All right. Hopefully you heard that clap broken. I made it loud. I did not. God damn it. But it's okay. It's our third and final segment of today's podcast. Take a flyer wrap up. few items here. And the first one is no place for bravery. This is the description from Steam. Thorn, an old warrior worn down by decades of vim and violence, roams a world undone in search of his lost daughter. Dodge, parry, and cleave your way out of brutal clashes in this 2D top-down action RPG and discover the bone-chilling tales of Thorn's crusade to make his family whole again. I picked this game because it reminds me a lot of Super Brothers, Sword and Sorcery. I played this on mobile back a few years ago. And it's really good. It's like a side-scrolling, top-down, narrative-driven adventure puzzle game. It's really slow. It's not for people that like a lot of action in, in their games. Um, pretty narrative-driven, but it's cool because it features like an original extended play or EP in music terms. So it has all original music in that game. Sword and Sorcery. Super Brothers. Um, really good game. So I don't know. It's just kind of the same pixel art top-down reminded me um of sword and sorcery so i added no place for bravery on my wish list on steam because it looked neat so uh yeah check it out if you like top-down pixel art the reviews are mixed though on steam yeah i've noticed that the i don't know if that's mixed. just uh performance issues or if the, the game is not good but i i didn't look too far into it because you know how people are anyway you added two games on here the first one yes i did trombone champ tell me about this thing ever thought about playing trombone congrats you can now Play tons of songs as you are playing a trombone. I was actually a trombone player in middle school and high school. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, I was a trombone player. So uh, here's from Steam. Honk, blow, and toot your way through over 20 songs. Collect over all 50 unique tromboner cards and uncover the mysteries of the tromboverse. Do you have what it takes to become the true trombone champ? Tromboner cards is just hilarious. <laughs> That's a funny saying. Honestly, if you watch the trailer for this, you will just be like, this is amazing. It looks like little uh, the me avatars playing trombone, you know, like a rhythm game. It's pretty funny. And again, again, for the question from ADHB, thoughts on rhythm games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Last Trombone. one on here. Potion permit. So from Steam, Moonbury's residents need healing, and you're the best chemist around. With your trusty tools, a brewing cauldron, and a canine companion at your side, you'll need to diagnose symptoms, gather ingredients, brew potions, and cure ailments in this open-ended sim RPG. I added this on the list because it kind of looks cool. It looks like a uh, RPG game where uh, you basically will see a victim, right? They're, they're in trouble. You figure out what's problem, what their problem is, and then after that, you go out into the jungle or to the the wild, and you like gather the ingredients with a dog. You figure out, yeah, with a dog. How can, how bad can that be? Yeah. And like, you can create your own character too. Apparently, like, it's a create a character kind of person. It's all pixel arted, and uh, it's got look cool action to it. So I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of really good, like smaller scale sort of indie games in the last few months. It's really cool. I mean, there's no time to get to all of them. My wish list on Steam is like 55 games, but... That was right. 
First game we got to play, though, is River City Girls. So, ladies and gents, that was all we have for episode six of Ride to Orbis. Little recap. So, River City Girls is our winner for the first review discussion game. Broken and I will coordinate to play that and eventually do our review discussion sometime, hopefully within a month. Uh, then we'll have another vote. So, that'll be upcoming in the future. Appreciate everybody who um, mailed in their question digitally for our mailbag episode. Hopefully we answered it, your questions the best we can. And uh, yeah, this podcast was you know a little different because of the fact, one, we were late. We were supposed to record yesterday, record today, and format's different. Also, I yes, I know the podcast today was very heavily themed on fighting games. It's just, you know, you can only do so much. You can take the FGC out of the person, but you can't take... A fighting game out of the podcast so uh hopefully for you non-fighting games people that listen to the podcast didn't uh fall asleep too hard but yeah we'll be back next week probably still the two of us uh, i still don't foresee pringle uh joining us possibly maybe until we hit double digits on this thing which is insane uh because man we've been trucking along but hey we've been consistent and uh it's been good so my name is Max Pleiser. That was a broken wing, but until the next one, we'll see y'all later. Peace, y'all. Peace.